Hello, story lovers. I'm Laurel McCargan. You're listening to Alligator Preserves. And today you have just me. I'm going to share some things I've been working on. So don't go away. Welcome to Alligator Preserves, a weekly podcast about revealing yourself through storytelling, story reading, and story writing, but probably not story arithmetic, because that's not a thing. You just might surprise yourself with the secrets you'll uncover. A little while ago, a friend of mine, author Donna Bearstein, who's the author of the book The Silver Baron's Wife, an amazing book about the story of Baby Doe Tabor, set here in Leadville. She's also the founder of the Teferit Journal, a literary journal, and she put out an email looking for pieces on the topic, the body. Well, I thought, hmm, I know a few things about the body. <laughs> so I started reading some of the instructions, and, and basically it said something about we're looking for tiffs, which are little little writings of, of no more than 200 words on the topic, the body. Well, I stopped right there and I thought, oh, I can do that probably in a, in a blink. And I didn't read the rest of the instructions. And I thought, it's a literary journal. Well, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to write a poem because I have not written poetry in a long time other than haiku. And I, I do like haiku, the little three-line Japanese poem. I've got some haiku starter journals out there if anyone's interested in those. But I just decided, huh, poem. Well, no more than 200 words. This is going to require math. So I made some decisions. First, I figured out a rhyme scheme. And then I decided if I had five stanzas with four lines each and about 10 words in each line, maybe a couplet to round it out if I needed to at the end, I could come close to about 200 words. So then I needed to come up with what I was going to write about, about the body. And always being surrounded by my mother's amazing artwork, she was quite the painter. I got to thinking, I don't even know why, about a batik she had done. And for those unfamiliar with batik, it's a kind of an intricate process whereby you draw a design with hot wax on on cloth. And then it's it's almost like a, a tie-dye kind of thing, but it comes out kind of crinkly looking. And it's it's very interesting, the final result. And I thought, ooh, what a cool metaphor that might be for the topic, the body. So my poem is called Body Batik. Uh, after I finished it, I decided to add an extra stanza, which to me made it a little more complete. Anyway, here it is. Body Batik. A body batik, the most stunning creation on earth, wrung from a lifetime, begun with a thought and a prayer, Lined by a hand unseen, wax designs sketched before birth, patterns present themselves often before we're aware. Skin of an infant, luminous, fragrant, and pure, hiding within it adventure and challenge and grief, never foreseeing the hardships we all must endure, born to exposure, a lifetime, though surely too brief. Teenage perfection with makeup and primping routine, taking for granted the glowing of health and fresh youth. Carefree and negligent, no need to mind the machine. We were invincible, 
Now we can laugh at the truth. Growing maturity, comfort, and pride in our skin. What are your secrets? They'll ask as we gracefully age. Having accomplishments, balancing yang with our yin. We're the creators of joy in our lives at each stage. Old age surprises us. Creases appear to unfold. Splotches and patches of skin we expect to stay smooth. Thinning, transparent, and bumpy, a sight to behold. Pricey medicinals daily required to soothe. A body batique, the most challenging canvas from birth. Etched with experience, pleasure and pain and repair. Creases and wrinkles embellish us, value their worth, live in them lovingly, cherish your internal flair. Crafted with purpose and care is our body batique, each one unveiled as a masterpiece, each one unique. Well, that was my poem, and um, adding that extra stanza made it over 200 words, but I, I did that for a creative writing class I am taking this semester up at Colorado Mountain College with Professor Jeffrey Runyon, who has an MFA in poetry. And uh, when he read this and I came to class, he said, did you know that, and he said, surely you know, did you know that you wrote this poem almost entirely in dactylic pentameter? And I looked at him a little bit cross-eyed and said, um... I I know that I had some kind of rhythm that I was feeling kind of internally. And he said, well, really? You didn't know that you were purposely doing this? And I said, no. So I guess I did a good thing or a surprising thing to him anyway. So I had to look up dactylic pentameter and dactyls and feet and stresses and unstresses and all that kind of stuff. And maybe I need to take Jeff's poetry class. <laughs> anyway. When I went to submit this poem to to Ferret, I finished reading the instructions, and it said no no more than 200 words, which is where I stopped last time, of prose. <laughs> and it specifically said, we're not taking poetry for this. <laughs> so I thought, oh boy, all right, prose is not poetry. So what am I going to do? And not one to, uh, to quit. I decided, well, I think I could probably write 200 words of prose on the body. And I knew I couldn't just take out the uh, the, the line separations of my poem and say, there you go, because <laughs> someone would have figured that out. So I decided to write another piece that was inspired by my mother again. And this one comes in at 200 words exactly, and it's called Enigmachine. This faulty machine I inhabit remains an enigma. We can send a man to the moon, but this arthritic bump on my finger and... 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 The ands are too trite to discuss. I wrote a piece about menopause in which I addressed my mum's droopy cheeks, among other sagging things, when I became keenly aware of my own floppy parts. Her sister took umbrage. How could I be so disrespectful to my aging mother? Mum laughed. I watched as she disappeared, her hair and skin thinning, until finally she was gone. A breeze might have carried her away. 
I held her hand, a near duplicate of my own, and as her engine fluttered to failure, I marveled at the framework that had carried her through 89 years. Will my framework carry me as long? Will my frequently fluttering heart match the mileage hers endured? Will I be as prepared as she was to leave the burden of a broken machine behind when new parts are no longer in stock? Perhaps. Until then, I'll try to control my displeasure as each new and hijacks my machine. Until then, I'll service and lube as necessary. And I'll smile. <laughs> So that's what I actually ended up submitting. We'll see if it goes in. And even if it doesn't, I had fun working on that 200-word uh, challenge. I remember when I wrote that piece on menopause and my aunt did take umbrage. <laughs> she was a little upset because I was rather blunt about these saggy hanging things. <laughs> but I talked to my mother about it and she did laugh. She had a great sense of humor. And I've got to say, when I think back to those saggy cheeks of hers, those fuzzy, fuzzy, saggy cheeks, I'm glad she never did anything to fix them. Because I've got to say, in all honesty, they were delightfully kissable. <laughs> well, that's it for my poem and my 200 words of prose on the topic, the body. I will have links to things I talked about on my website. I hope you enjoyed these. And uh, why don't you let me know what you think about the topic of the body? Maybe you should write for, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes on something that you've been pondering about your own Enigma machine. If you enjoyed this and other episodes, please subscribe to Alligator Preserves on iTunes, Stitcher, or, you know, wherever you get your podcasts. Tell your friends about it. I hope you'll help support me on Patreon. Check out all the rewards you'll receive at patreon.com slash alligatorpreserves. There's some good ones there. I'm doing short stories every month, and they're pretty cool. And you have to be a patron. Anyway, join me next time when I'll talk about something completely different. Until then, oh, give me some suggestions on a new kind of preserves that I might suggest to my visitors. Bye. Alligator Preserves is hosted and produced by Laurel McCard, with technical support provided by her husband, Mike McCard. Follow her on her website at leadvillelaurel.com, where she writes about life, real, and imagined. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy her books. Find her work at amazon.com.